Today in the final part of our dream job series, we're talking about signaling your quality. Now this is the finale, the climax, so grab a pen and paper, I promise this episode is filled with career gold. And if you're out walking the dog, it's probably going to take a second listen. So let's dive in. So the other day I went into a bottle shop. I needed to grab a bottle of wine. You go to a dinner party, you have to bring something because that's what your parents used to do. Now I'm not a big wine drinker. I'm not exactly a connoisseur. I might be a coffee snob, but for wine, just give me the house red, you know, whatever's going is good. So I'm standing in front of the wine racks. and There's just so many wines. You know, this vintage, that region, these subtle notes of cherry. You know, there's literally hundreds of wines to choose from. Now, how would I, someone that doesn't know any of these brands, make a good selection? So I start looking for quality signals. Price is a proxy for quality. Anything under 15 bucks, I'm kind of avoiding. Label design. A few hipster designs are catching my eye. Now, if they have an eye for design, maybe they know how to make wine. So I'm tossing up between two. Both are going to do the job. But I notice one has a couple of awards on it, those little stickers. Now, I have no idea what those awards are, how prestigious they might be, but I also don't really care. It's a quality signal. It's differentiating from the other bottle, and it feels like a safer option. It could even act as a placebo and help me enjoy it more. And it's also a little psychological ass covering. You know, if I get to the dinner party and the wine turns out to be a dud, I can always point to the awards. You know, hey, who knew? Like, it won some awards, so I figured it would be okay. And this is the IBM effect. There's a saying, nobody got fired for buying IBM. Meaning that if you go with a trusted choice, a brand that signals quality and things go pear-shaped, you wouldn't be blamed because that was just, you were really unlucky. And there's a parallel between selecting wine bottles off the rack and selecting a candidate from 100 applications. Now, yes, you'll have to train for game day by doing role plays and you'll have to understand the recruitment funnel. But when you get to that final two or three applicants, when a decision has to be made, it may just come down to your quality signals. How will someone justify picking you? And how will others feel about that decision? Now, if you don't have any quality signals, you're effectively a clean skin, a wine bottle with no label. Now, clean skins are okay for Netflix and chill, but I can tell you, you're not going to the dinner party. So quality signals are important, but what are some examples and how can you build them? You can build quality signals using my three C's. Now I'm spilling all my secrets here, but nothing the best for you guys. Three C's are content, community, and credentials. So the first C, content. We live in the age of content. It's easier than ever to get your knowledge and your stories out there. You can create a website on Squarespace, write a blog or submit stories to publications on Medium. Turn those blogs into chapters of a self-published book using Kindle Direct Publishing. Create videos on LinkedIn, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. Start a podcast using Buzzsprout. I did. Now, if you do anything graphical of the design flair, you'll most likely already have a portfolio. But if you're a programmer or someone technical, make sure you have something like a public GitHub with hobby projects you contribute to regularly. Show that you walk the walk and you live and breathe this stuff and you're proud of your work. Now, simply the process of putting out content is so beneficial because it forces you to upskill yourself, to go outside what you already know and do more research and really just organize what you do know in a really logical way. 
don't let imposter syndrome sink in here. Even if you're just two years into a role, say in product management, yeah, that's one year more than other people. That's two years more than a whole host of people that wish they worked in product. Yeah, you know more than you probably realize. And you don't have to be a world leader in something to just to share your opinion. If you get stuck and you don't know what to talk about, you can always find trending articles or topics in your industry and give your take or opinion on those. And finally, you can interview other experts such that you're seen as that super connector. You're the person with their finger on the pulse of the industry and those topics. And again, when someone is selecting you off the rack for that dream job, all this content creation shows that you're passionate, you're going places, and they're not taking a risk on you. Now, the second C is for community. One of the more positive uses of social media is how it empowers communities of people to come together. Being an active member of that industry community can be rewarding in its own right, as well as a great way to network and learn from others. Typically, these digital communities, they might live on Facebook, Reddit, or LinkedIn, but they'll also have offline events advertised on platforms like Eventbrite. Now, if you put in the effort to engage with people's posts and contribute to the community and help and support the others, you'll get a warm welcome in real life. And these communities can be a bit wary of people floating in and floating out and looking to take, take, take. So reverse that and try to give, give at least five times before asking for something in return. And after you've built up some of that relationship currency, you can start to look at, to take it further. You could reach out to the organizers or some of the group leaders and seek a place on a panel or maybe a pitch at a pitch night or a small speaking slot to share your story. Now, not only would that get you more noticed and more connected, but it's a safe place to practice things like that free form presentations that maybe you don't have the scope at work to do. The final C is for credentials. Now, whether it's a master's degree, TAFE course, short course, LinkedIn recommendations, online badges, the more external credentials and quality signals that other people have awarded to you, the more attractive you are. And again, you're more likely to get to that party. And whilst the more prestigious the award, the better, there's always smaller awards you can try to accrue. Could be awards at work, awards through local councils or professional networks. There's always an award for something out there. So do some Googling and find out if there's any awards in your industry, how you might get involved. Even just to say that you were nominated, which just means that your friend submitted an application for you. You know, who's to say how prestigious that really was? You were nominated for a rising star in real estate for your local suburb. Don't let anyone take that away from you. Another credential is having external sources interview you. Find some blogs or local newspapers in your town. Contact the editor or journalist there. Outline why you'd be an interesting interview and a great story of a local person making a career for themselves and share some of the hot trends in your industry. Now, armed with your three C's, this is where the concept of laddering comes in. By building up your content community and credentials, it can become a self-fulfilling prophecy. It's a ladder that you start to climb and each rung will help you move up again. Now, let's say that you just started a blog, podcast, and you wrote an ebook. You've been active enough in your communities, and you got a small speaking slot at one of the monthly catch-ups. Someone took a photo of you speaking up on the stage, and combined with all your content, you show that as proof to your local newspaper. And suddenly, to that person who knows nothing about your industry, you look like a rock star, like an expert. You get a story published, and then you can start to contact people with larger audiences, maybe more popular podcasts or a city-based newspaper. And now they might want to interview you. After that, your next speaking gig could be at a medium-sized conference. And finally, all that content, community outreach, and credentials will help you not only get nominated, but maybe become a finalist or even win an award. 
Now doing all of this won't happen overnight, but they're seeds to plant now and you can reap them over the next one, two, five to 10 years. They really don't take a lot of effort individually, but they can compound over time. So use the three C's of content, community and credentials to signal your quality and I know you're going to land that dream job. Now speaking of community, an update on our community, someone reached out to me this week and we spent 60 minutes doing a job interview roleplay. It was super awesome, a lot of fun, he did a solid job, but we also debriefed for about 30 minutes afterwards on areas he could take things from a 7 to a 10. Now I still have a couple of those slots left, if you want to do a roleplay completely free, let me know. And as we just finished our three-part dream job series, it's the perfect time to send this podcast to one friend, get them on Career Unlimited, and it might just help them break out of a funk and you'll be the cool friend that helped them do it. With episodes dropping every week, you won't regret sending it to one little person. And I really, really appreciate your support. So until next week, remember to signal your quality with content, community, and credentials. And I know you'll land that dream job for a career with no limits.